was it good? Hello, hello, and welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi. I'm joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna. I'd like to start this uh, this episode. We're going to be discussing the mid season four mid season return for Star Wars Rebels, the final season of I think one of the most uh, interesting shows out there currently. I'd like to start with a quote, real quick, from Saw Gerrera in season three. <clears throat> your losses today stem from your leaders' cowardice, their unwillingness to take decisive action against the Empire. All across the galaxy, your people suffer while this rebellion refuses to act. And I'd like to start it off with, obviously, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. The big, big, the big thing happened after the the first episode tonight, Jedi Knight, our good friend, Kanan. Kanan got a haircut. That's right. That was a big spoiler. How did you, how, I was, wow. Yes, that is. (laughs) That is a big, post post buying Kanan. Went through three transformations in this episode. <laughs> he became, uh, he was, he started off as post blind Kanan. Yes. Then he became post beard Kanan. Yes. He went, he, he, then he became post living Kanan. <laughs> and he finally ended as um, post ash Kanan. And potentially post wolf Kanan. <laughs> so for, for our viewers that are listening, um, my brothers, yeah, they may be chuckling here, but I, I watched the episode with them, and they both were silent when it happened. They both teared up. And, and for those who aren't familiar, uh, what we're getting at is Kanan, one of the the central characters Don't of the show. Don't say it, man. If you say it, it becomes real. Died. <laughs> no! In, in perhaps one of the most emotional death scenes yes. I've ever seen. I mean, I, I wouldn't say for, for that I've ever seen. I would definitely say for a, for a kid's show. I, that I was, is what I was, this show I, is. I want, you a kid's name, show. I want you right now to name five. More death scenes you no. see in a, in a TV or movie that's more emotional than that one. Uh, oh, Squidward uh, uh, is actually season two. You could probably from Toy Story one, two, and three. You could probably find not actual deaths, but moments that make you feel at least the same. No, level I'm of talking emotion. about death scenes. I'm talking about specific Mufasa. death scenes. Mufasa. <sighs> I laughed when that happened. Mufasa. Yeah, scene. right. I <laughs> cried was, my eyes was, out. That was really no. That that's the quintessential one. That was the big one that kind of just no. made me really really upset. Um, but this so one was very well this, So there were a couple of things. There were two episodes tonight. There was Jedi Knight, and then there was The Doom, D-U-M-E. Mm. Oh, like the game. Like the game. Um, That's D-O-O-M. And this marks the beginning of the end for this series. Not, not, I'm not saying, oh, it's a terrible show. What I mean is this is – we're coming up the last seven episodes. We just watched two of the last we seven. We just watched two of them. There are only five more episodes to go. This is all ending March 5th. What, what, are, what, are, what were your takes, guys? Like, Christian, what – when you went into this, what were you thinking? And then after the these mm. two episodes, what were you thinking? So, um, just quick background: the show uh, in general, it's it's a it's a good it's it's a very well done show. It's not something that I uh, honestly, if if you guys didn't watch it, I probably wouldn't watch it. Uh, to be honest, it's just um, it, it's good. But for me, it's never been great. These two episodes were two of the best episodes I think of the entire show, um, because of the emotional heights that it hits in both episodes mm-hmm. i almost lost it i didn't really lose it but uh, i think i think Folks, the most his, powerful his, his eyes were red my eye, they he, might be red from too he, much contact he lenses. was snorting but uh, whoa no um I, I, i'm i think the most powerful image was chopper holding 
um, Harry's Her- 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 uh, head. Yeah, I was in, like, in the Doom. Let's episode, be honest, because yeah. uh, Chopper is a little dick. That's what he is. <laughs> he is though. I mean, he's he's a little douchebag, <laughs> which is why we love him. He's he's one of the greatest characters, oh, like non English speaking characters of all time. Um, but uh, so that says a lot when you know he and him and he uh, Chopper and Harry's always had a an interesting relationship that mm-hmm. that's her droid and you know she is his master you know right. uh, however you want to frame that but like they've always gone well together and so to show that little scene of you know this this the sunset adorable yeah. droid the you know highly mischievous droid holding her hand uh, i think that sums it up i think it sums up the uh emotional impact of kanan's death perfectly are you tearing up no, I'm, folks, I'm not. for listening at home, he is tearing up right now. There he's, are tears. He's not you would, you would, you'd be able to hear it in my voice. I'm not a good, uh, I'm not a good physical cry. If I when I when I cry, mm-hmm. you can tell him for my voice as well. Krishna, uh, I will say this: it was very emotional for him as he is a big post blind Kanan fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a video out there somewhere on the interwebs um, <laughs> where I am extremely high and I am building. Um, an amazing Lego set he's that features. On, he's high on life, folks. He's high yes. on life. I, I, where, I, where I am, <laughs> yes, high on life. Uh, where I am building a uh, a pre-blind Kanan speeder. Correct. And um, I, I think halfway through while I'm building it, I realize he's not blind in this Lego set, and I proceed to say, call him pre-blind. Pre-blind Kanan. Kanan. Yes. Now you have a post-blind Kanan. I also created a new number, by the way, in that video. Ten teen. Oh, that's Ten right. Teen. That's yeah. right Arjuna, real quick, you know, sum it up for us. What were you thinking, you know, going into the episode and then after watching those first two episodes? Well, I mean, if you if you followed the show along, it was pretty obvious if you're familiar with Star Wars lore that Kanan was likely going to die. He's a pretty full fledged <laughs> Jedi Knight. By the time you know a new hope rolls around. There is no Jedi Knight besides Obi-Wan running around. Obi-Wan Kabuzi. So you knew something was going to happen that would either shatter his connection to the Force or he would die. And I think with how this season had went, and even last season um, had gone in in terms of they they were telling a more streamlined story of coming to this endgame. And you knew he was going to die. In the the mid-season finale of the first half of season four, he ran into one of the Lothal wolves, and he kind of knew what he had to do, and it was very ominous. And this whole episode was very on- ominous. You know, he he said, you know, he was very mentory to Ezra, to Ezra, and be like, you know, you should use that in the future, and that's that's a tip off right there. And right. I think all of us sitting there knew he was going to die in this episode. It, it it was it was very kind of pre pre done. I think. but I, I I don't think I think that was intentional. Sure. You're supposed to know he's dying. It's not a big secret here. You know, it, you're. They're smart in terms of they know their fan base. They know their fan base knows Kanan's not running around. Helping Obi-Wan and Yoda. Exactly. And Luke. Right. And and so you know he's probably going to die. So I I thought the way they did it and they built up to it and the whole moment itself was beautifully done. It it reminded me of what they did with Darth Maul, right? Similar thing. We knew with that confrontation with Obi-Wan he wasn't going to make it. But – it's not the point of, you know, oh, he's going to die. It's the way of how they die and and the moment and how it's done. And, you know, the way they did it with hair and his eyes kind of unfogging and he wasn't blind anymore. I thought that was really well done. It was really beautiful. It was four seasons worth of this character that you followed around. Uh, and then seeing him in him end, it was it was it was beautiful. Once again, for those listening, our is also tearing up. So speaking of, you know, the emotion and and. 
you know, Arjun, you brought up Darth Maul, Darth Maul's death, which I agree was also kind of a, a tearjerker. For sure. Um, this was definitely, for me, I'm pouring out tears right now. Um, I'm just very good at hiding it with my voice. Um, I don't see any water. Since, <laughs> since, Disney, since Disney purchased the Lucasfilm company and with that Star Wars, uh, we got, you know, the last season of Star Wars Clone Wars. Yes. We also then got this new series, Star Wars Rebels. We've gotten um, two, three movies, um, a fourth on its way. Um, I believe, for me personally, the television show, Star Wars Rebels, is probably the best thing out of this merger, this purchase. It's definitely one of the more emotional things, one of the, more, one of the things I actually care about more uh, within the Star Wars lore is this show mm. compared to the, to the feature films. Um, if... I was, you know, given the new trilogy and Star Wars Rebels, I would pick Rebels every single time because at the end of the day, I care more about these characters, Ezra, Kanan, um, Hera, Chopper, than I do, you know, um, what's the angry Ray. guy? Yeah, Kylo po. Ren and Poe. I don't care about those characters. You don't care man. about Poe? Not at all. Rose. Compare, real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm compare, just kidding. I'm compare kidding. BB-8 and Chopper. Who do you like more? Uh, Chopper, easy. Easy, there you go. Yeah. So Hands how down. is it a children's show mm. can do this, well, because it's a, but the damn movies it's a, make me so annoyed? It's like Christian said, it's a, it's a solid, good show. Uh, and I would say these last two seasons, in spe- specifically since they brought in Thrawn and, and they've been building up to the end game, have been great uh, in, in terms of what they've been able to do. And, and with a TV show, you have more, and I know you hate this word, character development, which is what makes you like these characters. Why makes you care about the show. Right. And so they've done a very good job. To, they have done a very good job of developing these characters. You've seen all of them, you know, Grow up, really change. evolve and change and, and have different consequences and and, and everything like that. And, and, and it was funny, you know, just to bring us into the inside of, of what the Ramgo Prowl brothers do. You know, yesterday, you mentioned this, Ravi, we were watching the first Avengers movie. And we didn't get through the whole movie. It was but, so boring. But we got, we did get through the first half and, and one of the the speeches between Tony Stark and Captain America. And and kind of their philosophical ideals and how it was very, you know, one's anti-government, one's pro-government. And then Civil War, which came out two years ago, they're flipped. And it's like, well, that's actual character development. It's it changed. took that film series 18 movies to, like, have significant character development. It's much easier to do that on television when you have 18 episodes. Mm. Um, over four seasons. Or, you know, plus, you know, in over, four separate over, seasons. Right, yeah. exactly. So it, 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 that's why you care. That's why What you about care. Black Panther, though? I was introduced mm-hmm. to a couple characters yesterday that I generally cared about. And it's because, it's that because, was done in two hours. Yeah, well, so so to, to yeah. bring it back, right? I think the reason that you you don't like the Star Wars movies is the same reason you don't like a lot of the Marvel movies. There's that overstuffed. There's too many characters. They're trying to put in too many plots. Black Panther worked, as we talked about in the previous episode. It worked because it wasn't overstuffed. There were a few characters. You got to learn them pretty well. Uh, that's why you cared. It's the same thing with this show. It, you know, you follow this group of like five, I think, individuals. Uh, and that's who you get to know really, really well. And um, they do a great job of bringing in these other characters who are already established mm-hmm. from other media, uh, like Darth Maul and Obi Wan. Rex, so you already Rex, Rex yeah. exactly. Yeah. You already care about them already, right? Wait, where is Rex right now? He's, uh, I think, he's on Yavin right now. Yavin? Yeah, yeah, that's Yavin? right. Yes, okay. He's because he, we know he appears in the Battle of Endor, yes. so we know he survives. Wait, that, wait, like, whoa, whoa, whoa back, no, back up, back up. That, that's not canon. Um, that is not confirmed. Is canon. It, it, canon. It, it, I don't care. <laughs> That is Rex. That and is that, not that is, Rex. It, it, 
Dave why, Filoni, why, why not? Dave Filoni why, has why said not? in many panels, he's joked about, you know, there may be some kind of inspiration, but he has never said flat it out. It doesn't matter. I, it doesn't It doesn't matter because that character in uh, Battle of Endor yes. and the character of Rex, until yes. Rex actually dies, yes. they can be the same person. I, like, it doesn't matter. They don't name that character. If I want him to be Captain Rex until they say that Rex is dead, to me, that's going to be Rex. I feel like we're going to get a letter, a cease and desist letter soon. You know, I'm, I, not, I'm not telling other people to believe it. I'm telling you, you what I believe. You Krishna is telling you to believe it. No. <laughs> I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe it's Obi-Wan. <laughs> what? what? That's what I'm How did believe. he get buff and bald with a beard? You know and what? kind of tan. As Kevin Garnett once said, <laughs> anything is possible. That is anything true. Anything is possible. He was on Tatooine so, for a while. So it sounds like actually... So. I you know I bring up that question because I kind of already knew how you guys would you know destroy the argument, but I did it for a very particular reason. Um, for everyone at Disney that's listening, they just explained how to fix the damn movies. <laughs> uh, Please correct. listen to them. Character development. Anyway, moving on to the episode, a couple of uh, things I I wrote down while we were watching it. There was um, and maybe this is because we've been discussing. We, uh, we recorded our other episode yesterday, um, Black Panther. It is on our uh, podcast. What is it? Good. Definitely check that out. Yep. Um, but during the 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 first episode tonight, Jedi Knight, I mentioned there's a um, a couple bits of Marvel slapstick comedy showing up here and there, mm-hmm. um, and then we made the joke of okay, just turn it off and run away. Do you guys believe that it is true that the Marvel slapstick comedy is coming in, or do you think we're hyper-aware right now? No, I think you're hyper-aware, because if you if you go back and you put on any random episode of Rebels, that because it is a kid show, the writers and how they write this show, they do have to have some lightheartedness into it. And even in the second episode, uh, when it was about um, Sabine and... Uh, what's his name? Big burly guy. Silence. Oh yeah. Um. What is his name? Hold you, on. The, uh, the alien, right? Um, yeah. I, uh, Zeb. 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 Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I complete brain fart there. When Zeb and Sabine go off and they fight uh, Rook, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, you know, uh, Zeb is beating him. him to death, and then they end up. What do they end up doing? They put clown makeup clown. on him, and it's you know fun music, and it's it's funny. It's a ha ha moment. Uh, but yeah, let's but, not let's not forget that there was they're torturing Hera, they're they're beating <laughs> the, the shit out of Rook, you know, <laughs> they're no, killing sure. characters. But, but so, but but still, like if if you know, but there is that that humorous role, and the Marvel slapstick, quote unquote, is again to keep it PG thirteen, right? Family friendly. So you do have to throw in as a writer some of that comedy, some of that lightheartedness. And not only that though, they're they're totally setting you up, like they're putting in that 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 comedic element. To, to relax you, right. to yes. to give you a lighthearted moment, because you know they want to build you up on the positive side, so they can let you down. If it was, if they didn't have that, the emotional impact of Kanan's death isn't as strong, right? Correct. Right. We're um, gonna show like The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Very self-serious, very end of the world, very uh, shock value with deaths. Where the literally you watch the show just to see who's gonna die. <laughs> that is that is why you watch The Walking Dead. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's about bets and all that, that stuff. And, and it's similar to Game of Thrones, too, right? In, in terms of, I mean, not not to the same degree as Walking Dead, but it's, you know, it's such a serious show yeah. uh, that when deaths happen, it, it's not more of, it, it's not shocking. And it doesn't, it, you don't have that same emotional attachment because everyone's You know someone's going to die. You exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. While here, it's a little, it's definitely more shocking because it is, it is a family show and it is children like. I will say, and I think I mentioned it to Ravi during the episode. Uh, I don't mind the slapstick comedy so much in this because it is a kid show. Yes. I, in fact, I wish they would take some out of the movies and just add a little bit more to these episodes because there are a few episodes that happen 
where they're filler episodes. There's a right, lot of, of there's a lot of yeah, just of action. It's like a mission. It's like playing a video game. Yep. They added some of that slapstick humor to it. It would be a lot. Those episodes that like, mm-hmm. they could literally get rid of that you don't even remember. Right. And they would just be better. So speaking of, that, I know we're kind of going off here. Um, I saw a very very cool video uh, that was showing the fight sequence from A New Hope where Luke and Han are rescuing Leia at the detention center. Mm-hmm. And then they compared that scene to uh, Rogue One when Jin and... Um, Jin. What was the Jin. assassin's name? Cassie. Cass- Cass- Cassian? 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 Caspian? No, Cassian. 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 When they're on... Wow, why can't I remember the planet name? The desert one with the Jedi Temple. Oh, um... Jakku. Jak- no, no, that's... Uh, no, 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 that's no, Force that's Awakens. Uh, Hold on, I- I'll-, I'll look it up. You know, keep keep either going. either keep way going. though. Take any like shootout scene in that movie, Rogue mm-hmm. One, and you compare it to A New Hope and their shootout scenes. Uh, the biggest difference, and they did this like side by side. There's no dialogue or any kind of discussion, right, between the characters during the shootout sequences in the new while, movies. In the new movies, Correct. while in A New Hope, yeah, you know, you have Han, you have Leia, you have Leia saying, you know, oh. Good job, and you know, poking fun at these two. two more people. like, or more, yeah, more like, give oh, me the Jed, gun, let me give me the gun. gun. Uh, Jedha, Jedha, that's, Jed, that's right. right. It is, yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. Adding that extra layer of some of the slapstick here and there. Yeah, and some the, of the, the communication, communication yeah. and so forth definitely helps. Not, it's not like, Tony Stark. It's though. like those the older movies. They they use those fight scenes, and yeah, there's some action. But there's still character development going on. Whereas right. if you look at a movie now, you're all the action is is just uh, some action. You're just watching some people shoot each other. Now, if you added some more of that dialogue, you could still ha- develop character right. in those moments. Good writers do that. Good writers don't exist anymore in movies. That's not true. I know. There's one good writer left. Who? Ryan Coogler. Oh, this yeah. I meant, I meant this the, is uh, a Star Wars Rebels I meant 95% discussion. of the oh. uh, blockbuster yes, movies yes. out there today. So let's dive into kind of some of the cool... cool um, some of the items that they kind of pulled in that kind of connect these two episodes to the rest of the Star Wars universe. Um, the big one is in Jedi Knight. Our good buddy... Um, Tarkin. Nope. Yeah, Tarkin shows up to talk to Thrawn about um, Krennic's plan mm-hmm. and how Krennic's plan, uh, Stardust, is taking up all the money of the Empire and basically asking you know Thrawn to come back, talk to the Senator. Now, it has been confirmed... Um, Arjun, can you... I don't remember his name. The actor that plays Palpatine from the prequels. He actually lent his voice to Ian, uh, Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. McDermott. That's right. Yeah. He actually lent his voice. He's actually going to be in a couple of episodes for Darth Sidious. For Darth. For the Emperor. Yeah. Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. Yes. Or Emperor Palpatine. Or Palpatine. Doesn't really matter. Palpa Pop. One and the same. Palpa Pop. Uh, so we have that, and then we have that's cool. Um, the do it. So. Before we d- jump into, because I kind of read a bunch of stuff, all, you know, while I was using the bathroom in between setting up. <laughs> yes, I use the bathroom. Yeah, I use the bathroom know. a lot. You, you, too much. I'm working on it. Okay, I have I have digestive problems. You need to go see a doctor. Why are we talking about <laughs> this? You brought right it up. Okay. You brought it up. We just um, so so there was a big sequence in in uh, the Doom where Ezra is talking to the the wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think that that kind of means? Who are these wolves? Christian, you were the one that brought this up because I completely forgot. Yeah. The wolf says he is, Doom. I am Doom. Yeah. And Doom, we've already heard that name before. Well, so we, the, the, first time we, the first time we hear the name Doom, Kanan is talking to a wolf, and the wolf is saying Doom. Kanan's like, oh, what? And then Ezra later asks him, like, what? You yep. can understand him. 
what what does that mean? Doom. And then Caden tells him, that's my real His name. His name is Caleb Doom. Yeah. So the last name. So, yeah. So the fact that the wolf says, I am Doom, mm-hmm. you know, that to Ezra, the same way that the wolf told, uh, you know, uh, Canaan, uh, <laughs> sorry, there's too many names. Um, you, uh, you know, Doom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting. I my immediate react thought was, oh, simple. That that wolf is 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 Canaan, but I don't think it's that simple. I think it's there's nothing in that scene in that that yeah that sequence that kind of backed that up, except for the marking on the wolf. Is there anything in Canaan's history or character that has that symbol? That you that you remember that I've overlooked. I was trying. I was thinking. No. Maybe, does that re, does that look like the the markings on his his H- mask? His mask. Uh, That's I what I was thinking. I, I can't I, really I, remember. I think there's some representation of the force that was within mm. each of these characters. Like I'm convinced that other wolf is Ahsoka in some way, shape, or form. The other the other smaller one that kept following around. Yeah. I feel like that's Ahsoka mm. in some way. I I think I think at the end of the day. Um, we know we know right. they're going to the Jedi Temple, yeah, and correct. that they should. And it is a kid show, right? right? They they don't want to. the The nice thing about the show is when they do introduce some Force of the more lore. thought, the thought provoking right, stuff. They right. usually explain it at some right. point because they don't. It's not. It's not like, you know, they don't want kids sitting there and not know. You right. Know? Of course, you want to give them sort of a a nice ending or a nice wrapped, you know, uh, explanation. So, so I'm the other to the that. other big thing is before you know Mr. Doom ate Ezra in. In the force stream, yeah, um, a plaque was given to him with yeah three hands uh, in circles. Now uh, the good folks on Reddit and the internet have already kind of taken that image and compared it to the image from the um, sneak peek uh, trailer that was released a couple weeks ago, Um, and they have the picture of the three uh, gods or force sensitive people from. Uh, the Mortis trilogy, which is in the Clone Wars. Oh, snap. Which is just a real quick recap in the Clone Wars. Obi-Wan Kabuzi, Anakin, and Ahsoka are, are sub- meeting up with Rex in a cruiser because they got some kind of bizarre stress signal from a old, like a, I believe a 2,000-year-old uh, Jedi distress code. So they fly to the location. They're not actually where the um, Star Destroyer is, and then the, suddenly the three of them are teleported into this other dimension, which is this crazy Force-sensitive planet, and it is the father, the son, and the daughter. And the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, the daughter is supposed to represent full light side. The son is supposed to represent you know, the dark extreme side. dark side, and then the father is in between the to balance. keep the balance. Now, the whole reason um, the father summoned Obi-Wan Kabuzi, Anakin, and Ahsoka is because... He wanted to see if it was true about Anakin. Uh, there's a sequence where Ahsoka and Obi-Wan are being held captive by the two siblings. And the father says, choose one or I'm going to have one of them. I'm going to have them kill them both. Right. So Anakin is in between them. He uses his knowledge of the force to make the two sides, the good, the light, bow to him, which is to show, oh, he is the chosen one. He has He's the balance. He's the the balance. And the whole reason is because the father wants Anakin to take his place because the father is dying. A couple other things happen. Ultimately, the daughter, quote unquote, dies. There's now no longer balance. It's also revealed to Obi-Wan that Anakin is more on the dark side than the good side. But, you know, uh, Obi-Wan Kabuzi doesn't do anything about it. Well, there's a Star Wars. Well, no, they're all they're Everything's their whole memories erased. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's right. Th- that's why nothing because, gets done. Yeah, because he has a vis- uh, vision of Quite Darth right. Vader. 
Somebody has a vision of, of Anakin as Darth Vader, and their memories are erased. Oh, yeah, Obi-Wan yes. Anakin, Anakin sees Padme die, and he ju- turns to the dark side during that whole arc. Oh, and that's then, right. And then after everything's done, all of their memories are erased. Mm. And Ahsoka sees something and is like, huh, what just happened? But like none of them know what happened, but the audience knows what happened. Right. Then they were so, like, ice cream. There's an image that came out in the, se- the mid-season four trailer where it's a picture of the father, the son, and the daughter, and their hands are in the same positions as those three hands on that plaque that's given to Ezra. So we know that we're going to see the Mortis folks at some point. It's looking like we may see them at this temple you, on you mean, you mean see them or they're just represented somehow? Well, then people have kind of dug in more about, well, who are these wolves, mm. right? Where is Ahsoka and how is this all connected? When you take it all and you jumble it around, supposedly, <laughs> supposedly the idea is... <clears throat> Now, bear with me here. Oh, God. Here we go. Story time. Story time. So the main big wolf, his name is Doom, correct? Yes. Uh, that's what it seems like. Doom says at one point in the earlier parts of season four to Kanan that he reminds him of someone, right? Wait, he, who's... Uh, the Doom, Kanan says that? No, no, the Doom... Wolf? No, but wolf. Do, the, this is the first time we've seen the Doom Wolf today. Then the other... The, the smaller wolf. The smaller wolf says... The bigger small wolf. The yes. bigger small wolf, Right. <laughs> Doom, I am Doom, and what is Kanan's full name? Caleb Doom. Doom being a last name? Yes. So I there's some so kind of relationship there. They, the theory also takes it a little bit further to say that the original Doom is one of the uh, siblings. Most likely, the theory is the, the girl. Well, and that somehow she is related to Kanan, maybe an incarnation family. I have no well, idea. Well, here's the other theory, right? That Ahsoka in that arc dies, right? Correct. And the, the light side of the Force brings her back with her life force. So people assume that because when she died, she then took on the representation of the light side of the Force. And Doom sounds like bad, so maybe he's related to the bad sibling. I mean, that would be cool, but I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, because Kanan's pretty light side. Yeah. yeah. Kanan is very, very light side. So that's the the crazy crazy. That's cool. I mean, that was that was the most uh, to me the mortis the whole mortis um, thing was the, the most in, was the most interesting because I always my my real interest in Star Wars has always been the Force and the mm-hmm. philosophy and and that kind of thing. All the rest is you know just filler to me. So the the whole mortis thing was really cool and the fact that you know they might be bringing that back or at least. Uh, showing what it represents, some symbolism there, uh, that would be fantastic. A great way to end the show, in my opinion. Because that's, that's what the show, that's what this show has at times built toward, and, and sometimes it's disappointed in that way, um, especially with Ezra, uh, you know, being good and then being bad, and now he seems to be good again. You know, he seems to bounce around, and there doesn't seem to be real consequences all the time. Whereas before, it's shown, when you go down the dark side, that's a pretty lasting, permanent, damaging change. You know, and Ezra, I'm I'm shocked. If if I was gonna have one little critique critique of the uh, episode, it's that Ezra doesn't show some dark side once Kanan dies. He he's sad, and you know, and and he's clearly afraid, but he's already shown pure rage, right? And I'm I'm a little disappointed that we don't. I'm not saying he needs to go full dark side, but he doesn't like pick. You know, up like a rock and crush it into dust. Something even small like that would right. be nice. I sense Krishna's getting a little angry. No, no. I control would, it like would doom. Would you? Would you argue? Would you? Because I've seen this theory out there as well. Is that it's? It was made. The show was made to be four seasons, mm-hmm. not because they were afraid they would they would get canceled like 
the Clone Wars, <laughs> but because of it, it was supposed to be a representation of uh, Ezra uh, introduction, mm-hmm. figuring this all out. You know, obviously go light side. Oh, there's this thing called the dark side, and then this fourth one, balance. Mm. Yeah, so, that's that's cool. I mean, that's another theory out there is that I, I like that at some point. So, like you said, by the time a new hope rolls around, there is no more Kanan. There's no more Ahsoka. What about um, Ezra? That's right. So if Ezra is no longer Jedi, right? Maybe he becomes this new thing in between, kind of like what Ahsoka was doing. But even so, right? He clearly has an allegiance to the Rebellion. So how would they explain him not being around? Well, let's say he is going to find balance or true balance or something. I think whatever we discover in Lethal, there's some kind of secret or something of that nature. They're also bringing this whole thing with the whole Mortis thing, right? The father was worried at one point he's going to die and that somebody needs to be there to bring balance. So maybe it's Ezra? Perhaps it's Ezra that will ultimately go to this area. I would like that. And right. The galaxy the, the like galaxy that. is a large place. We know that. Yeah. How and large? It could also be... It's very large. <laughs> Damn. Okay? That, that's their excuse Is it bigger than the things. Easter egg? Yes. Oh, wow. And so it, it's somewhere. I do actually have an interesting quote here from Dave Filoni. Um... The creator. The creator of the show. God. Uh, he talked to the Nerdist, uh, and he was talking about sketching out the death scenes for Kanan. Uh, so here's his quote. When I was drawing that scene, it was getting depressing. I'm in my office. I'm by myself. <laughs> I called Freddy, Freddy Prince Jr., who voiced Kanan. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, I called Freddy, and I was like, man, what are we doing? This is depressing. And he was like, you got to do it. Go on. Kill me. He was so sure about it from years ago. When we would first talk about the character, he was resolute about the fact that his character needed to die. And he's right. But it was really difficult. It was a challenging thing to do, and I didn't take it lightly. And then he went and got sushi. Potentially. I just, I would hope I so. just bring that because I kind of want sushi right now. Hmm. Oh, she's so damn. Well. Nah. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. When you're a writer, you know, the, the creation becomes your life. J.K. Rowling, uh, a well-documented docu- well yep. um, crazy person. Uh, no, the very act of writing makes you a crazy person. Because when, you, when you're done with that book, it's inevitable that you will go through depression because you've lived in that world for however many months or years and you've created real people in your mind. They're as real as anyone else. You know everything about them. It's, it's, almost, it's almost, you know, it's a, more deeper than any love relationship you could have. You know, because you know these people inside and out. You've created real people. Real writers will create real people. Right. Stephen King has said... The very act of writing is a it's it's like psychic telepathy. You are you are literally birthing from the canals of creativity oh new God. worlds <laughs> oh and new God. and new people. Right. You know, and if you believe in the whole Carl Jung um, psychology and philosophy, it's a shared consciousness, everyone has access to it, to these archetypes. <laughs> this whole idea of myth and fable and story, gods, you know, religion, it's all it's all the same collective consciousness. And so the fact that Dave Filoni is sitting in his office and going, having an, an extremely incredible, t- incredibly tough time killing this person that he knows probably better than his own, you know, uh, sibling, mother, parent, you know, child. Better than he knows wife Freddy. or girlfriend if he has one. Prince Jr. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Could be. Could yeah. be. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, same thing with Heath Ledger becoming the Joker. It, you, you know this other person. You Too soon, man. No, it's not. It's, uh, I think it's pretty relevant. I, 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 like, I like that he, he called Freddie Prince Jr. Because I've had the... Um, I've, I've been able... I've been lucky enough. I've seen three Star Wars Rebels panels in person. Wow. Um, 
you know, before two, before three, and obviously before four. And when that cast is together and they discuss Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars as a whole, as a whole they're some of the most passionate people out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they first announced Freddie Prince Jr. was going to be voicing this, I, I, just, everyone, started, everyone I just started laughing. I, I think like, a lot of people that did. guy, what an amazing really? casting choice. Yeah. No, ser- like he one killed of the it. best because he, it. he <laughs> is literally so... Too soon. Too soon, brother. That is too, too soon. soon. No. He's not even... He's, the ash hasn't even settled yet. It's, I see it falling Actually, right now. Why, why, why did they go with a, a black and gray ash logo? Was it to signify the fact that he was vaporized, or I think it's just to show. Different? I think it's just to show it, the darkness and the sadness of it all. Makes sense. Makes and the and the yeah. and the death. The, som- the somberness. The somberness. Maybe. Yeah. The, the, somberness the death. Anything else would have been maybe either too dark or too bright. So it was like a nice neutral. So I, I think, um, unless anyone has any last major points, I think we should move on to my personal favorite segment, Krishna. Oh, wow. Fuck off. Wow, fuck off. You know, usually I have something planned for this, and I honestly, I don't have a good fuck off moment. Okay, I'll, I'll take over then. Oh, Ravi. Fuck you for not having a good fuck off, you <laughs> fucker. I'm sorry, but like when something, you know... It's consistently good, sure, and nails it on all of its things, mm-hmm. and 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 delivers what you expect. Right. We knew it was a mid-season premiere. Mm-hmm. We're coming to the end now of a pretty epic show um, that everyone is very emotionally invested in, and they delivered on just about you know all accounts. Even my my cri- uh, criticisms and stuff for this because it's a kid show. It's hard to get too like riled up. I'm like, they need to do this better, or you know, because it's a kid show. It's like you you go in with a certain amount of expectations or a certain level. So it's it's hard to uh to to really tell anyone to fuck off in this in this case, you know? Uh yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off here we go. Fuck off fuck off me. Yeah, seriously. You're God one job. One job and one job. I think I nailed it. Mr. Producer, I would like to file a complaint. Fuck off. Hey, this could be <laughs> Ravi's rent time. Well did you have a rent time? A good rent time for this? Rent time. See, so you failed too. That's no, it. That's I, what I'm saying. No, I didn't, because it was good, and I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you know, it's it's when you it, and like I said, this would be a lot. I would if this was not a kid show. If it was an adult show, I would find something. But it it feels wrong almost to, you know, for a kid show to have like a fuck off moment, you know. So. What? Talking about what? Actually, you yeah, we never did that uh that part. I I was never cued. <laughs> cute. Don't you know, you're the producer. <laughs> you could literally cut him off and go, and this is what we're talking about. We talking about what? Well, so today, if you uh, have gone this far in the episode, <laughs> we're talking about Star Wars uh, Rebels uh, season four, <laughs> season premiere. Actually, as soon as Ravi has started talking about it, that's when you could have done it and just okay. cut in right after he had finished saying it. <laughs> I should have. I should have. I actually, you know what? I have a rant. Oh, perfect. Do. Well, do, well, cue yourself up. Rant time. Rant time. My voice sounds, it's a great voice, I should say. Whoever, whoever recorded that drop, you know, Your voice Rant there time. sounds better than your voice now. Thanks. You're welcome. At least I have a voice. What? Uh, we all sound the same. I don't know. I, I don't sound similar to any of you. Actually, this isn't a rant, more of, a, more of, a, more of a question to Krishna, oh. who's more familiar with the Thrawn story. Hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, in the original Thrawn story, mm-hmm. the person to take him down is actually Rook, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. What do we? Where do we think we're going with Rook? Because so far he's just a glorified bodyguard, bodyguard or type assassin. of assassin, yeah. and we have five episodes left. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm curious to see where we're going with that. Uh, I think he is simply gonna play that. At least from 
what how they've presented it. If I was to project, uh, I really think that they're keeping their focus on the show on Ezra on Kanan, you know, on the on the Force aspect of it. So I I think they brought in Rook almost as like a you know, to people who read the books, like, oh, yeah, so here more it like is. a fan service. A fan service, mm. but not, he's not going to have the same role because Thawne is very different in this show than he was from the books. And I, the I feel books, like he's not as smart. Um, he's not as calculated because he, it's tough to show in a kid's show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I'm not saying that it's simplified, but the tactics are simplified. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the books, there's also less time to develop certain right. things. It's in the books, he's a genius. He's also not as evil. He's a little bit more evil in this in this show. In terms of like he, he doesn't really care. You know, he'll he'll hurt people. It's fine with that. Whereas in the books, I'm not saying he's a caring, loving guy, <laughs> not at all. But he is very much dead neutral. If he doesn't have to hurt someone or kill someone, he won't. You know, he's very much like. The impression I got, at least from the it, no longer canon books, I haven't read the new Thon yet, so I w- would be curious to to finish that book and see if um, Timothy Zahn, who created the character, wrote the old trilogy, you know, the old series, and is now working. You on know, the new there's one. another book coming out too. Right? Yeah, I would yeah. imagine there is. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't gone through the whole book yet, so I don't know if he's updated the character to reflect the show more, where he is a little bit more, a little bit more evil. Yeah. But in the original books, he's uh, he really is this like really neutral guy, and you you feel like in those books. If the rebellion had got hold of him first, he would do the exact same thing. It's he almost does it for the love of the chess match, hmm. you know, for the love of the sport. Yeah, kind of. But it, they give him, they gave him, from what I've read in the book, they give him the motivation of that he's trying to save his homeworld, which you know probably makes him a little bit more villainous because he has a strong motivation. You know, well, I'll do whatever it takes. You know, but he's, he's still the same calculated guy. He's not, he's not neutral. He's definitely more dark side. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Actually, I have another question uh, after you mentioned that. You know, speaking of Thrawn, he's been the big bad for the last two seasons. Is, is anyone else. Oh, I, I was a little surprised that Kanan's death came at the hands of Governor Price. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in this moment of an explosion, you know, I thought it would come down to maybe some battle with Rook, uh, where, you know, Rook gets the better of him or something like that. Is anyone else a little surprised by that? That is. It is a little surprising, but I think they. They may be having a stronger adversary and a more face like face to face um combat between Kanan and, and that person yeah. would subtract the actual loss of Kanan to the crew. Okay. Because now you have to take some of the focus from the death and put it on the adversary that he's facing. Right? Yeah. So say that he has to get into a fight with even Darth Vader. The fact that Darth Vader is there, you know, that's like an element that you have to think about when you think about Kanan's death. Whereas now when you think about Kanan's death, is literally the only thing you have to think about is that he sacrificed to save those he loves. That's all you have to think about. You don't have to think about an adversary. Well, Governor also, Price, you don't. You yeah, don't you don't. Yeah, exactly. But not only that, like they discover in the the follow up episode in the Dune, is that him doing what he did, mm-hmm. they got, uh, they got their win. Yeah, right. They got that in they a roundabout, indirect, indirect way. way. Yeah, totally. Which makes it feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Still hurts. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But so yeah, for both for both of those things, they they uh, it's interesting too that um, because you brought this up and I totally missed the whole conversation about Krennic, you know the fact they were Mm -hmm. siphoning off money. I don't know if I zoned out or whatever, but uh, so it is interesting 
that this this that very act right there of Kanan saving his friends right. is why literally you have a Death Star in episodes four, five, and, and not six, the Tie Defender, and not the Tie, tie Defender, defender yes. which would have been. Can you imagine mass-produced Tie Defenders? The Red Line would be over, right? Because these are these, and just for those listening, these Tie Defenders. Uh, way more maneuverable than anything that the rebellion has. And they have shields. They have shields, and they also have um, incredible fire uh, light spe- uh, light speed drive. So they can jump in and out and like it, crazy. It, it, you get the impression from it that it takes it would probably take a squadron to to take down one. The squadron Correct. being about twelve ships. Yep. And and the rebellion does not have many 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 at this squadrons. point. At yeah. this right. point, no. Yeah. Right. So Death, Star, a Death Star is cool and all, but they defeated it twice, three times, pretty easily. Four times for the win. <laughs> So I think that covers everything yeah. with the Star Wars Rebels season four mid-season premiere. Do we have real quick? Do we have any predictions? We have five episodes mm, left. I assume good. we might do another, or we'll do. Oh, another we are definitely doing three. another another for, one to wrap this season for the yeah. for the series as the well. Series finale. Um, yeah. So, but does anyone have any predictions of the of how these last five episodes might go? Where characters will end up. We know Hera and Chopper are still involved in the rebellion. At least Circa Rogue One. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if I was gonna make a prediction, I think Sabine and Ezra are gonna get really close, um, almost like a mini Kanan and Hera. And I'm gonna say I really liked, and I'm stealing Ravi's prediction probably, or maybe, or at least what he introduced in this. But I'm gonna steal it, and uh, with the whole Mortis thing, I think Ezra is gonna get taken from the galaxy as we know it, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be forced to live out the very boring life of keeping these two. Things in balance. Things in balance, which is, I think, a fantastic way to send up the character. I think it's the most... It ties into that thing that I like, the whole Force lore and, and the Force as a whole. And it kind of answers that question of, you know, we knew that the father was dying. We knew that the, the daughter kind of went bye-bye. Uh, so it would be kind of nice to see what happened to that thing. That mm-hmm. I mean, that is a big piece of the Force as a whole. Arjuna, your thoughts? I think that Chopper will murder the whole crew, and it'll be a horror movie. <laughs> no, I, I it'll be incredible so. and also really bad at the same time. No, no, I, I think, um, I think where we're going is, I think the rest of the show will take place on Lothal. You know, I think these mm-hmm. last five episodes will still be on Lothal. I, don't, I, I, I doubt we'll see you know, ca- you know, characters like Rex. And uh, what's his face? The uh, don't think we'll see them. I, I think we might briefly see them, like at the the series finale. But I don't sure. think they'll play major roles. Uh, I think it's really going to focus on the the core remaining cast of uh, you know the ghost crew. And you know, I, I think I think we'll kind of bleed into the Rebel Alliance um, and more of that stuff. Not not saying we're going to go right to a New Hope Rogue One time. But I think we're gonna we're we're going to see whatever characters remain within the Rebels Alliance kind of aligning more fully with them as we know we know they're on Yavin Four and all that type of stuff. Uh, real quick, uh, another thing I found interesting in this Dave Filoni interview when I when when I skimmed it is he said he never felt any pressure and was never mandated to kill off Kanan. It was just a a, a decision uh, that they felt the characters needed to go and specifically with. Uh, Ezra, mm-hmm. he, he described uh, Kanan as Gandalf, and you know Ezra as Frodo, and, and very necessary to that story. You know what what made Frodo Frodo? It's when Gandalf the Great dies. Um, that's the uh, that's one of the big catalysts, and so that was kind of the moment for them. 
he ne- he said you know he never felt any pressure just because it was said within uh, Empire that you know you were the last Jedi you know Filoni's like that could just be a, a, a way you know way of speech or, or whatever you know yeah. it's it's naive to think that you know Luke is the only last Jedi. known Jedi yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. there's Force sensitives running around and and all that type of stuff who know how to use the Force in some way and blah 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 so Maz- I just thought that yeah, was interesting Maza. I thought that was interesting that you know Filoni didn't feel like he, this always had to be the end game cool. is that like a thing now as like a, a director working for big studio that you have to do an interview and say i was not forced probably probably is that yeah. that that's that's where it, we live that's, in that's, now that's, that's, that's what we're coming to yeah. hey, is... give us what's your prediction i gave my prediction already you stole <laughs> it from me oh well I, you, you stole my but story you need to you need to oh, then secret window me. great movie your... yeah. really i like that movie uh, i just like the last shot where he's eating the corn and he buried the monday it's johnny corn, depp so right? he's eating yeah it. maybe the last good johnny depp movie only good Maybe the last good john totoro movie you take that back. Okay. He's everything he's okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Somebody do the social media drop. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at wasitgood underscore. And oh, then yeah. uh, we are part of the larger corporation, Bad Tacos. You can follow us at Bad Tacos underscore on Twitter, on Facebook, Bad Tacos. We have a YouTube channel, Bad Tacos. Instagram at the, what's the Instagram? At Bad Tacos Picks or something? At Bad Tacos dot pictures. Dot pictures. Um, Patreon, patreon.com. Slash bad, bad tacos. tacos. Easy. Perfect. That one's easy. Uh, we release these whenever we want them to, when there's something interesting. Um, Drop us a line if there's something out that uh, you want us to review, and we'll take it into consideration and try and watch it and give you your own review. We definitely have a very busy March coming up. We're going to do Rebels. We have Voltron Season 5 coming out. Ooh, yes. Pacific Rim Uprising comes out at the end of March. Oh, my God. We also so have WonderCon. We have WonderCon. We will be at WonderCon dressed as something. The Defenders. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Robots. Now, to end the show, let us go around the room. Krishna? Arjuna, was it good? That is uh, Star Wars uh, Rebels Season 4 mid-season. A quote, Chopper. Whoa. Do you voice Chopper? Because nobody knows. (laughs) It's Dave Filoni. No, it's not. I Uh, bet it is. It is. It was confirmed last uh, Star Wars celebration. It is. It was Star Wars Rebels season four mid-season premiere was good. Ravi, was it good? Just say yes. Yeah, you you don't need to overthink this. Krishna, was it good? Not only was it good. It was great. It was good. It was really good. It was really good. Oh, we got a really good here. But Whoa, I'm, I, I'm expecting, down. I'm expecting the Calm next down. three episodes to be a letdown. <laughs> just saying. I, I don't. I, I think am, we're past saying. filler episodes at this point. I, I, I hope so. But you never know. I think we're <laughs> going to be looking at the creativity of art. Canals? The canals, canals of creativity. Thank you for those listening and staying with us tonight. We know that the series Star Wars Rebels will be ending March fifth. We will not be providing an episode on March 5th, but around that time. Thank you again for listening. This is your host, Ravi, joined by Arjuna and Krishna. May the Force be with you. Wow. Well done.